We're coming in hot with inspiring guests, witty banter, and colorful commentary for today's veterans and military community. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. And welcome back to the Tango Alpha Lima Experience. I'm Jeff Daly, and sitting here with me is... Ashley Garbolja. No Marie? Ashley Marie Garbolja. Oh, she's the AMG. Now, I wanted to show you something. I'm, this is the first time I've done this in a while. I'm going to take off this hat, and I'm going to tell you, like, look at that. It's a very military-style cut, right? I got it at an Air Force base. Who knew they knew anything about military style? I mean, I ordered a shrimp cocktail, I sat down, and I left with a military style haircut. It was amazing. What do you think? Uh, it looks great. All right. Um, she's not going to give me any props today. No. Uh, congratulations. Self-care right. is important. My aesthetic excellence means nothing to Ashley Marie Gorbulja. So we're going to move on to what does matter to Ashley Marie Gorbulja. Why don't you tell the fine world where the we are today? World. Okay. Where are we today? Where are we today? So, as you notice, we're not in our, well, normal spots. We are at my post. Yay! So we are in Vienna, Virginia at post 180 a home of the past national commander, Dan Dellinger, and all the amazing folks that are here. That include Dave Wallace, Guillermo, Adam, everyone on the executive. So a big shout out to you all and uh, to the club manager, Anna, and all of the folks downstairs managing the club and the bar right now. We appreciate you. And thanks for allowing us a spot up here in our beautiful Patriot Hall. And we're, we're coming at you live here. So I'm pretty excited. Welcome, well, welcome, to, my, welcome to my home. We're here in, in the, the house of Ashley. And uh, all those shout outs are probably gonna get us a free burger or something downstairs, right? Maybe. I don't know, you never know. All right, so here we are in Vienna, Virginia. It is super hot outside, but it is really chill mm. on the inside. And I don't just mean the temperature, the vibe in here. We're really chill today. I've been so, described as those things. Really chill? Real hot. From the outside. <laughs> and you wonder why I do things like, hi. <laughs> I can't take him anywhere. Not even in Virginia. Gosh. All right, let's get into let's, let's get into this. this show. I'm going to cover up the haircut because it's too sexy for the world. All right, so we're going to get uh, story number one. All right, so story number one, the Blue Angels. I'm sure you all have heard of them or have seen them at your local air show if you've caught them more recently. Uh, but big news. So the Blue Angels 2023 roster includes the first women Super Hornet demonstration pilots, according to Stars and Stripes. So the Navy's flight demonstration team announced six new officers for the 2023 air show season just this past Mondays or so, it was in a few days, including the first woman demonstration pilot to fly the F-A-18EF Super Hornet. I don't know if I said that properly, but the Fame Squadron selected two F-A-18EF demonstration pilots, an event coordinator, and a C-13, was it? 
Oh, so, oh, I'm sorry, C-130J, Super Hercules pilot, an aviation maintenance officer, and a flight surgeon to replace the outgoing team members, according to the unit. Now, a total of 17 officers serve with the Blue Angels and the second oldest formal acrobatic team in the world. Aerobatic, even. Aerobatic. Yes. Aerobatic. Aromatic, aerobatic. I'm sure it's wonderful to be outside. Hi. All of the things. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty stoked. So I know there are hundreds of women representing the Navy and Marine Corps that have served with the Blue Angels during the past 55 years. But according to the 76-year-old unit, there have only been 20, or there are 25 women on the team now. So that's pretty cool. Well, what makes, it, what makes this one special? There are 25 women on the team, so they haven't been shutting women out. Let's, let's, let's get that clear. out there. Let's be clear. Uh, to be but fair. The, the Super Hornet, this is the first female pilot uh, demonstration pilot, not mm -hmm. pilot. First, a demonstration pilot of the Super Hornet. And okay. anything called Super Hornet has got to be badass. We can say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> congratulations to to her. What's uh, what's her name again? Uh, you know how you know you know who she is. I totally just they don't have. Wait, wait. Oh, it's Super Producer Holly. Hey. Why would you? What do you mean I can't say we don't know her name? Okay, I got it. Lieutenant Amanda Lee of Mount. Okay, it's Lieutenant. <laughs> Thank you. I gotta go. Um, it's Lieutenant Amanda Lee of Moundsville, Minnesota. Don't you know? So, Lieutenant Amanda Lee, we've got you. You betcha. It's all good, and we know who you are. What's wrong? <laughs> you betcha. Who <laughs> you betcha by oh. dollar? All oh, right. boy. But we have a great guest today. We You're going to be super excited. Today we're going to be joined by Commander B.J. Farrell, who is the first female commanding officer of Old Ironsides, the USS Constitution. She's an historic commander on an historic vessel during a big milestone year. We're going to be back with Commander Farrell to talk about all of this and more after the break. Let's get nerdy, people. Hi, this is Tony Kanan, and I'm proud to support the American Legion 100 Miles for Hope Fitness Challenge. When you join 100 Miles for Hope, you'll be joining American Legion family members around the world and getting in shape supporting our nation's disabled veterans and military families. You don't have to be a race car driver or a triathlete like me to participate. You can run, walk, bike, and even swim. Just keep moving. The best part is that every dollar we raise will provide important funds to help disabled veterans and military families in times of need. To learn more, sign up and visit legion.org slash 100 miles. Alphas, alphas, alphas. As promised, we are back here at the Tango Alpha Lima Experience with the best dressed guest we've ever had. Commander BJ Farrell, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, you just, you look fantastic. We know, uh, I'm, I'm from Hollywood, and we always ask who you're wearing, but clearly you're wearing the USS Constitution, correct? Correct, this is the, the 1812 uniform of the captain, and you're only authorized to wear it while serving as the role of captain on the ship. So right now you're the only person in the world authorized to wear this uniform. That's correct. That is outstanding. Ashley, have you met Commander Farrell? I have now, hello ma'am. Oh. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> so I'm just going to lead in with the first question here. So you're the first female commanding officer of the USS Constitution. 
tell us about your military career and how you ended up in this historic role. Um, so sixth grade, I was actually channel surfing one day and stumbled upon a Naval Academy graduation, um, on TV. And I stopped and watched the whole ceremony. And as soon as it was done, I went and found my parents and said, I know where I want to go to school. Um, and then I spent the rest of middle school and high school trying to make that dream a reality. And I was fortunate enough to be accepted to the class of 2004. Uh, graduated with a degree in political science from the Naval Academy uh, as a, and then was commissioned as a surface warfare officer. So my job in the Navy has been to fight and drive ships and lead sailors. Uh, and so I've done that across a variety of jobs in the Navy. Uh, my first ship was USS Vela Gulf, uh, Ticonderoga class guided missile cruiser. I was the electrical officer on board. Um, I liked the ship, stuck around as the navigator on board. And then I filled a bunch of different roles from weapons to combat systems uh, to the executive officer on another Ticonderoga cruiser um, most recently before I came here. So when I was there um, as the XO on the ship, I was selected to command a ship. Uh, and then it worked out. Uh, the Constitution was one of the one of the ships that was available. And I just thought to myself, who gets to command one of the original six frigates of our Navy um, that's, you know, 224 years old, 225 later this year. And what a special opportunity that was. So I applied and then was fortunate enough to be selected for the position. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. I've been on this ship oh, last time I visited Boston and it's so beautiful. I, I remember striking up a conversation with some of the folks that were there and it's a very, you know, special detail and uh, wow, what an opportunity. I'm so proud of you. My goodness. Thank you. Yeah, she's definitely a special ship and we are a special duty assignment for the Navy. So uh, we are the oldest commission warship afloat. So we have a crew of completely active duty sailors. Crew size is about 80 right now. Um, and our mission is to preserve, promote, protect the legacy of the ship. And so um, the sailors that come here are, are selected to do that. And they're amazing. Well, you, you, had, you had hinted at something. Uh, what's happening in October? Is it a big deal? It is a big deal. So the ship turns 225 on October 21st of this year. And so um, we're looking to celebrate that for an entire year. So the other designation Constitution has on top of uh, the oldest commission warship afloat is we're also America's ship of state. Um, and so when you look back through the ship's history, there's a, a tie in to, to the whole country, whether that's uh, sailors that have served on board, materials used to build the ship, uh, when the, the ship actually did a national cruise. And so we're looking to really celebrate for an entire year and, and reach across the country to find those stories and, and to celebrate the ship in our life. Well, I've never, I've never seen the ship, but from what I hear, she doesn't look a day over 200. <laughs> Not at all. She's Not good. at all. So I, I, I have a question. It's, it's off, it's, it's off book. This is not, I'm just curious because I've seen some old ships in California where I live uh, and they're, they don't move or sail or does this one actually actively sail? So we leave the pier here uh, seven times a year. Uh, we don't actually put the ship under full sail. So I just told you my crew size is 80. The crew size in the war of 1812 was 450 to 500. So we can't just do the same things that they did back then. So the last time the ship sailed completely on her own was 2012 for the bicentennial of the war of 1812. Um, and so today when we, we go out, we do have sails up. The sailors still climb the shrouds and go up into the rigging and, and actually climb out onto the yard arms. And we still will we'll drop the sails and, and uh, furl them. 
Um, but we don't actually set sail with the ships. We have a tug that helps us out along the way. But, um, but all of those events are either to commemorate um, certain things. We, we took about 150 Vietnam vets out uh, in June to thank them for their service and give them a welcome home. Uh, we have two, two coming up for the chiefs in the Navy when they're selected, two groups of them come here. They actually sleep on the ship for the entire week um, and do the same sail training that the crew does here. And they, we actually get more sails on the ship when they're here since we have extra bodies. And then the last one this year is on the ship's birthday. I, mean, I kind of imagine, is it the only ship in the Navy that has sails? She is. She is, yes. Coast Guard has a tall ship that they use for training, and we use her when we can to do some cross-training with our crew as well, but we are the only ship in the Navy with sails. What? And this is uh, in Boston, right? Correct? Correct. We are home ported in, in Boston here at the Charlestown Navy Yard. Um, it's directly across from where the ship was actually constructed in 1797. And so when we come back from those underways, one of the things we do, we go out to the entrance to Boston Harbor, we do a 21 gun salute with two of our cannons. Uh, and then when we're returning to port and past the, the, the location where the ship was actually constructed, we also do a 17 gun salute to help commemorate that fact and pay homage to where she was built. Nice. Now, Commander Farrell, you're going to witness something right now, and I, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. While you're here, I'm going to leverage uh, a little bit with Super Producer Holly. So if we go back to Boston for the marathon, and where I hope to ruck this year, uh, we have to. We have to stop by the Constitution, and we have to do something from there, because it just sounds amazing. And I feel like Ashley should get up and pull some sails because she loves height. I don't know if I'm seaworthy, but I'll, I'll give it a go. Teach me some. You know, she's uh, army. Trainable. She's Come army, on, yeah, so trainable. we'll have to get her some sea legs. But I'm a Marine and I served on a ship. Not quite that old, but mine is sunk off the East Coast and it's a reef now. Yes. The Constitution, I imagine, will never will never meet that fate. Uh, not on your not. and definitely yeah. not on your watch. All right, Ashley, I'm sorry. I I, I got a little fanboyish on this old ship, and uh, uh, it's your turn. Let's. Uh, you got a little fanboyish. I'm over here, the history buff, thinking about how many people trying to fit on that ship because I have walked that ship. I'm like, how many? Four people? to five hundred people 500? is amazing. People just be on top of each other, like. Wow. I, like if we do visit, away. if we do visit, I want to see the galley. Like, mm -hmm. how does a ship that old feed that many people? That's crazy. Yeah. So on the gun deck of the ship, there's actually a, a piece uh, called the camboose, which was the ship's stove. And so they would cook their one hot meal a day there. And then they would really just find deck space and sit down and eat. Um, and that was it. And so um, we do a lot of school programs where we actually talk about kind of how they fed the crew. The youngest crew members on board the ship would have been eight-year-olds. Um, and so some of their job would have been to help the captain, to help the powder bags for the gun crews, and also to, to help with those kinds of preparations. So, Wow. I don't think I was trusted with the remote at eight. I can't imagine serving on a ship. That's that's outstanding. Again, apologize, Ashley. So, so Jeff was doing more channel surfing than actual surfing. <laughs> that's, that's what I just heard right there. <laughs> but I, I'd love to know, you know more about the birthday celebration. Uh, if you could get a little bit of detail on that, just... Sure, yeah. All the alphas out there need to know if, if they're going to be planning a trip to Boston, what they should be expecting. 
Sure. So we're finalizing our plans, hopefully here in the next few weeks, but the, it really does kick off with the, the going out to the harbor on October 21st. We're inviting all prior crew members back for that because I can't think of a better way to celebrate than the people that have kept the ship alive uh, throughout her history. And so we're going to do an event there um, and just really kind of looking to end that somehow with an actual birthday party on the pier here next to the ship. Um, and then through the year, we're going to do lots of different things. So hopefully it ties into all those states that, that share some piece of history with the ship. Uh, we're also going to do some things that tie into the history. So uh, you, you mentioned scrapping the ship. So twice in the ship's history, the American people have actually saved the ship when the Navy was going to do away with her. Uh, one of those was in the 1830s uh, after she had, they thought, served her purpose. And the Navy published a newspaper article saying they were going to get rid of the ship. Oliver Wendell Holmes was so inspired by the ship and her story, he actually penned his famous poem of Old Ironsides, which was then published uh, a couple of days later and actually rallied the American pu public to save the ship. And so we're going to look at maybe um, having a poetry contest to kind of reflect on, you know, that piece of the ship's history, some essay contests, some digital content, um, I think maybe a quilting contest. And so we're really looking for as many ways as possible to engage the public. Uh, and then some of the things we have on the ship, you know, we have coins, challenge coins, which a lot of people are aware of. We're going to do a special challenge coin for the 225th um, and, and a logo. And so we're really working to ramp it up and, and make it as accessible to people as we can. Yes. Outstanding. Now I have to go because I have to have a challenge coin. So Holly, 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 super producer, get us to Boston, onto the USS Constitution. And do guests get a cool uniform of any sort or no? Guests do not. Uh, the crew here all has their version of an 1812 uniform they wear for tours, though. Um, so it just varies based on rank is really how you, you differentiate who wears which uniform. Um, but if you come underway with us for the day on any of those turnarounds that we do, you do get an honorary crew member certificate that you get to keep. I mean, so this is a done deal, Holly. <laughs> if we don't do this, I quit. Yeah. Or the other thing, anytime you come, we still fire the guns for colors. So every morning at eight o'clock and then every evening at evening colors, we fire one of our cannons. Um, and so you can always come do that as well and request to be an honorary gunner and actually fire the gun. And then you get an honorary gunner certificate and get to sign our log as well. So we know people. Can we make that happen? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We like, I know the one who wears the fanciest uniform. So I get to, I get to gun. I get to gun. Oh boy. Uh, so I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to ask you about your Legion membership, but first I got to know, so you, you have all these things that you're doing through the year. Do you personally have to plant, like decide what you're going to do, or does the Navy decide where you're going to go and, and, and what, what your schedule is? Um, it's a little bit of a joint effort, so we're definitely leading the the charge from our end here on the ship, and then we tie in big Navy public affairs um, with kind of all the events that we're looking at doing for their support and for their their buy-in, and then for anything additional they may have. So, um, so we're we're pushing from our end, but definitely keeping the keeping the Navy engaged and uh, taking their input as well. Well, I was just thinking, like I think of nerdy uh, photographs. I can see this really old ship with the newest jet navy jets doing a flyover in the same shot yesterday and tomorrow anyway uh that's free and no charge to you for that <laughs> but i do want a gun when i come there so we are told that um whoops over here you have an affiliation with uh my american legion which i uh, i i love 
as you can see. Uh, you want to shout out your post and kind of tell us your journey of get, getting to the Legion. Sure. It, it really came about, um, you know, when I when I took command of the ship here and um, and then had such an outpouring of support throughout Charlestown and uh, the Charlestown uh, Legion reached out and asked if um, I would like to be a member. And so I gladly and accepted that. And um, they've been great and supportive. And I, I love all my interactions. That's outstanding. And which which post did you say that was? Bunker Hill. Bunker Hill. OK. Yeah history you're like history on history on history uh that's that's amazing and ashley is i'm geeking out over here because yeah, she, she got a little sweat in her bra she's so excited i did fourth of july in boston um last year and went to boston commons i did the freedom trail liberty hall i went on the uss constitution uh the fireworks i mean I even was trying to go to the bunker hill post that was one of the posts i sought out while i was doing the freedom trail and nobody was there. Nobody was home when I showed there, you know, so hopefully next time around, we can just go hang out and say, hey, uh, Commander Farrell sent me. So let me in. Oh, what's up? They were <laughs> out fighting for your independence. Yes. They were not hanging out. Um, so I, that's definitely a must see because when I went to Boston, I went to Cheers. That was, that was that, like. We did that too. That was fun. Yeah, we did. We did Cheers, which is history. It's the 80s. Or 90s i don't remember but uh which one both super producer holly she she uh fact checks us frequently she's saying both with uh supreme confidence so w will you because we're, we're not going as long as we used to so i'm gonna throw in throw in another question so if you're on this ship it's a unique experience not very many people in the navy of even that there's only 80 of you doing it right now. So not very many people in the Navy ever get to serve on this. How is it going to be going back to a modern, a modern ship? Is that going to be, is it going to be awesome? Or are you going to miss this a little bit? Uh, I think it'll definitely be both. So, so I'm the, the 77th commander of the ship. So in 225 years, there were only 77 of us that have had command of this ship, um, just for, for that kind of perspective. And so, uh, but a lot of what I tell people, you know, even with the crew today and, and the ship and our mission here is, is really uh, the sailors of 1812 and 2022 are not that different. The dedication and perseverance we ask of them and, and the daily tasking um, is pretty similar. You know, technology has advanced, obviously, but one of the things that made Constitution so successful in the War of 1812 was the fact that the captains ran gun drills. And so the crew was able to get rounds out the end of the, the guns much faster than their adversaries. And so, you know, even today on ships, we run combat drills um, so that we're more proficient in, in battle. And so those skill sets actually translate really well across the ships. It's just a matter of technology level that you have and have to learn. And so um, it, whenever it's time to go somewhere else, it, it will definitely be bittersweet. Wow. Do you have any, uh, you have any uh, last question or thoughts, Ashley? Oh, I'm so excited for you. This is amazing. Oh, I love this. I'm, I'm such a history nerd and I am I was so excited to see you show up on my, my show notes, Commander Farrell. I have had such a pleasure speaking with you and I am excited to celebrate the birthday of the USS Constitution with you and I know the American Legion is as well. So those are my, my thoughts and thank yous. That's so, what I should hashtag thoughts and thank yous. I like that. Let's do that. She's over here practicing her hashtags. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. So you, so this is the, so again, it's the birthday year. How can people who are not in Boston enjoy and celebrate? Where can we find uh, it? Yeah, so definitely social media, like a lot of things now. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are the big three that, that we use. Um, and then you can always check our website as well. But social media is really usually the most accurate and we'll publicize all of our events. We usually do press releases for any of the big events we have going on. Um, we did some movie screenings also. We're, we're hopefully do some more of those this summer. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Master and Commander. Um, some of those, we do those next to the ship. And so follow us on social media. We'll put out put out all those events. Uh, right now we're open Tuesday through Sunday, 10 to six. And we're seeing about three to 4,000 people a day. So please come visit. Oh, three to 4,000 people a day. This is outstanding. Um, so get on the social media, uh, Super Producer Holly will, as always, make those links available to you. Alphas go support the constitution because the commander is awesome and the commander dresses fine and the ship is 225 looks about 198. I mean, it's just in perfect shape. And and it, will there be any video of any of this stuff? Can we see some gun gunner stuff or fireworks on the birthday or whatever you're going to do? Uh, absolutely. The, those usually Instagram is the best place to find those. We've been doing lots of reels lately. And I think we actually just had one where we fire the gun uh, that it's gotten over 6 million views. So definitely check those out. What? 6 million views? Add that to the I made, I grilled my own burger and I got like seven views. <laughs> I'm different audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's awesome. So I so I want to thank you. I want to thank you for uh, taking on this role and preserving that that story and the many stories that go along with it as part of our history and bringing it forward into the future. And also for the perspective of I I wouldn't have had the perspective that serving on that ship will serve you in your career uh, even on newer ships and that was uh that was a great perspective to get so i'm gonna say this one time and one time only go navy <laughs> yeah i just said it oh i i say it once a year for the football game because uh you know the marines are at the academy so we have marines right here <laughs> um, some of her best friends were probably in the marines right he's on his best behavior commander Farrell. i'm totally on my best it's a commander I wouldn't have even spoke to her if I was still in the service. I would have walked the other way because that's too much rank for me. I would have been like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I would have shriveled in front of you. I would but say, and especially if you're dressed like this, this is very intimidating. If I was in today, it's awesome. So thank you again for showing up. And we're glad that our country has you serving in this capacity and, uh, sails away or what did what's the navy thing happy say i don't know winds and following seas do all of that and <laughs> uh alphas you can do all of that too is even if as far as you sail as your bathtub i want you to do it with pride passion and integrity so we were going to be back with you after the break a veteran is a veteran a veteran is a veteran a veteran is a veteran the American Legion embraces all current and former members of the military and endeavors to help them transition into their communities. We are Veterans Strengthening America. We are the American Legion.
So the commander, which I, I loved all of this, the, the things on the uniform. Partner uniform. Yeah. The captain, the yes. uniform, the one that her and only like 77 other people have ever worn. 76 other, she's a 77 person. Yes. It's weird how they all are the same size. But uh, so what were your takeaways from the program? <laughs> From our interview Your today. brain works in such mysterious <laughs> ways. I just don't know sometimes. We're just happy that it works. I um, too. So would you, what were your takeaways? <laughs> so I think one of the biggest takeaways is that if you don't know, now you know that the USS Constitution is turning 225 years old. As Jeff has kindly put, it doesn't look like a day over 198. <laughs> so make sure that you're following all of their social media, any of the websites, checking out the events that are retaking place. I know I'm excited. I would definitely love to be there. Um, I want an official like gunnery like certificate. I want to climb. Don't take my job. Oh, oh. That's well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to challenge. There's gonna be a challenge. <laughs> I'll make you walk the plank, kind of thing. We'll get it going. Uh, we'll figure it out. It'll all be right, fun. That's all, all right. I'm saying. But would love to be back in Boston to enjoy the festivities. But more or less incredibly impressed with Commander Farrell. She is amazing and the fact that even when she was what, you know, a young teen that she decided I'm going to do this thing and therefore she did and it's impressive. Uh, this thing being the, the academy. Yeah. Yes, she went there and it's, uh, it's, it is pretty impressive. My biggest takeaway is that something old can still teach you how to be effective with something new, mm -hmm. saying the skills she's learning on this really old ship, which I thought they would have nothing in common with the other ship she's going to serve on and, and has served on in the Navy. But she says the, you know, a lot of the things that you do to make things work are exactly the same. So it will... Uh, Trial and true. It's, uh, I'm, I'm sure many of our, our, our Navy vets out there can, can speak volumes to the levels of tradition, just as you would as a Marine. Uh, yeah. And as an Army gal myself, you know, Ooh. each branch is very much so rooted in their traditions. And I've said this before for any Harry Potter fans, it's kind of like the sorting hat. We all kind of figure out what branch draws us in and where our values and strengths lie. And I'm really excited for Commander Fro because she found the right branch for her and she's made a huge impact and she's uh, made her story. She, she's probably going to be mad at you for doing the Harry Potter thing. Oh, <sighs> Speaking sorry. of, we talked about the old and the new. We're about to talk about something really new in this upcoming episode of which is gonna make even more sense today of pew, 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 pew. Lasers. She meant to say rapid fire. So we're getting into rapid fire, but she, <laughs> she also previewed our first story. <laughs> first story of rapid fire. The Air Force received its first laser weapons for fighter planes. This is on msn.com. So you know it's a big story. In 2017, the Air Force Research Lab awarded a $26.3 million contract to Lockheed Martin for the design, development, and production of a high-power fiber laser. Named the Laser Advancement for Next Generation Compact Environments, or LANCE. LANCE is part of the Air Force's self-protect high-energy laser demonstrator program to develop protective airborne laser systems. Say that again. In 2022, 
Lockheed Martin delivered Lance to AFRL. Uh, in July, Lockheed Martin revealed that the company delivered the weapon system to AFRL. It is the smallest, lightest, high-energy laser of, power, of its power class that Lockheed Martin has built to date. Executive Tyler Griffin told reporters, prior to the Farnborough Air Show, it is a critical land benchmark in developing an operational laser weapon system in the airborne domain. Domain. This is the Got most it. Air Force story I think of. It's very Air Force. This is so Air Force. I think it's incredibly impressive, you know, just the the level of innovation that, you know, here's the task, make it happen, but to design, develop, and produce something that's the smallest, lightest, and the most compact version of its power class, not only is it incredibly impressive for Lockheed and Martin, but it speaks volumes to the ingenuity and the, you know, uh, just innovation, if you will, of our, our military as a fighting force. So, you know, the Air Force Research Lab, like, you know, kudos to you all and, and Lockheed Martin for, for you know, making ge next generation, um, you know, products. I mean, that's it's incredibly impressive. Um, I know, I don't know why, but my brain always goes to the uh, Austin Powers, like, Mike Meyer scene where he's like, laser. <laughs> Every time I hear lasers, like, I just... I don't know. I, I get very comedic, and this is, of course, very serious. Um, it's I'm, also sweet. It's it's pretty neat. I, I mean, if they're going to do this, they're going to have to design a plane with X-wings <laughs> so that when they're, they're shooting these lasers, people have the fear of Star Wars in them. I'm also impressed, especially with the enormous budgets that we know the Air Force has, that they the yeah. $26.3 million contract is rather reasonable for a DOD project. Um, I think they've built so much porta potties for more money than that in the military. Uh, let's go on to. Oh can boy. I keep doing the? Can I keep doing the laser? You go. This is rapid fire laser edition part two. There's a new. Shorter suicide prevention hotline number to help veterans. This is from Task and Purpose. It's also mm -hmm. a story on legion.org. If you haven't visited, yes. please do so. Do often and tell your friends about it. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline has a new number. It's a lot shorter, too. As of Saturday, July 16, anyone in need can call 988. What's that number? 988. Who can call it? Anyone. And oh. then you press 1. Well, the, we're, we're not there yet. Anyone right. can call 988. The three-digit number goes to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline and the Veteran Crisis Hotline. Any veteran or current member of the military can dial 988 and then press one for specialized service. All right. What do we, 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 I think we talked about this when it was being talked about. Correct. And now it's a real thing. It is. Is this going to help? I, you know what? I, I think it's made it easier. It's shorter, it's easier, um, you know, for those that are that are calling, you know, time will tell. But again, I'm hoping that people will continue to, you know, call if they need it. That's why it's there. Like, stigma aside, like, 988, press 1, get connected with someone. And you can also text as well. You can visit their website. They've got a brand new toolkit out for anyone that wants to share this information, you can go to the Veterans Crisis uh, website and, and check that out. We'll make sure to put that in show notes. And I think, I think it's really important and I, I, uh, that, that it's just 988 mm -hmm. because I couldn't tell you 
what uh, the suicide prevention hotline number is off the bat now. The 10 digit telephone number? No. I know it starts with an eight because it's toll free, but other than that, I, I, I couldn't give you that number at all. Mm -hmm. So if you are out there and you are struggling, 988. If you, mm -hmm. if you come across someone who is struggling, tell them it's 988. <laughs> we're gonna, we were, we, I don't think we can emphasize this enough. And I know that the American Legion with the Be The One program is really serious about this suicide prevention thing. So we're gonna say, I'm gonna say the number again. It's 988 in case you can't stand the sound of my voice. 988. 988 is the number. So, and we're going to have that in the show notes if you haven't, for, if you've already forgotten it. It's, it's, it's 988. It's 988. Plus one. Yep. So we <laughs> hope uh, if you are, if you are in some sort of crisis that you're going to go ahead and do that. And wow, mm. this was a show. We had two, two lady milestones. We had our guest and two we had. lady milestones. Yes. Right, we had our guest and we had the. Uh, we had uh, also Lasers. the, we, well, we had our guests and we had the pilot as well for the milestones for the Lady yeah, Warriors. I'll, I'll pick it up your putting down, yeah, but yeah. we also had lasers. We do have lasers. <laughs> what do we have? Lasers. lasers. Okay, so <laughs> it was it was a, a packed show and most, I mean, and really, it's really important actually to uh, talk about that number. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still trying to remember, remember it. 988 plus oh, one. Oh yeah, it's 988 for anybody to call. And if you really feel like you need a veteran specific help, you can remember the one, but they'll also get you there. if You don't dial the one, but the one will get you right to the veterans. So why don't you just take us up out of here? All right. So don't forget to subscribe to the Tango Apalima podcast. That's on well, we got YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcast because... Well, we want you to take a listen and uh, also, more importantly, leave us a review. Give us a big old, how many stars, Jeff? One, two, three, four, five stars. Such a good counter. That's why we love him. That's why we keep him around. So five-star rating is what we're looking for so the world knows how much you love us. In addition, if uh, you, oh, wait, there's more. Go ahead. I've got a special announcement. So don't forget to go to podcastawards.com. Now, you can register and vote for us. So if you did not know, the Tango Alpha Lima podcast show has been nominated for the Adam Curry's People's Choice category and in government and organization podcast category. So you can go and vote for us. So... Well, I mean, there's yeah. other categories, too. Well, yeah. And you can... Yeah, I mean, you can vote for whoever you want. There's other categories. Yeah, we don't care who you we vote don't for. Care. There's other we, categories. You know, there's us. But in these two categories, People's Choice and Government, there's only one choice. It's Tango, Alpha okay. Lima. And I wouldn't expect the Alphas to vote for anybody else anyway. That's but true. get out there. Make it happen. Uh, we, we call on you guys a lot yeah. to help us out. So if you could do this mm -hmm. for us today, post or podcastawards.com. There are, it, there's a story on legion.org. It'll take you right to the page you want to get to. Okay. And there's a July 31st deadline. So do not miss that. Don't do it on August 1st and say we tried better late than never. Unacceptable. It's the effort that counts. <laughs> no, it doesn't count if it's not before July 31st. So I will, I will ask you to do that. And, mm. and as always, with that, from Vienna Post, 
180. 180 in Virginia. I'm going to call season three, episode 118, Mission Complete.